now, coming to you from a Midwestern hole in the United States, The Dollcast. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Roth. Hey, uh, freaks, this is Roth. From the Sly Dog Studios Dogcast. Oh boy, oh boy, we have a great show for you tonight. The highlight of which is an interview with Kevin Hanley from Kahan Games. Actually, the inspiration behind this show. So, stay tuned for that. We're not going to hit it just yet. It's a really good interview. I think, I think it is. He had some great answers for the questions I had, and I think you're going to like it. Uh, My weekend was awesome. Uh, The wife and I got to go out without, you know, the children, finally. You know, we rarely get to do that. So, we went to uh, a, a benefit of sorts where... This gentleman, my wife, takes care of, uh, you know, he's disabled. Well, his grandfather puts on a benefit. He tries to do it once a year, and he brings in a band from, I'm, I'm not really sure where they're from, but a band that's not from around here. And it, it it's a great band. I have not seen these people before. And I was reluctant to go because I've fallen into this kind of weird state where I'm like, ah, I just don't want to watch other people play. I'd rather just play, you know. Like a lot of you know, I play bass. So for some reason, I'm I've, I'm just like, ah, you know. I I don't I've never heard of these guys. I don't want to see them. I don't care. Well, she my wife drugged me so. Oh, I am glad she did. This band's name is called Blair Carmen, like Car Man. And they play like old, old music. Like, think about, you know, like Jerry Lee Lewis, some sort of Buddy Holly stuff, you know, older style music. Stray Cats, they, they opened up with a Stray Cats tune, you know. Oh, Lord. It was great. Uh, I took a pic. I took more than one picture, but I'll upload a pic for you to check them out and see what they look like. You know, they're all decked out in, like, suits and stuff. Uh, the picture I'm going to have actually doesn't show it, but that the main singer, his name is Blair Carmen. He had, like, a, a white jacket on. You know, they all had, like, sunglasses. looked really smooth, and then they were playing these classic old kind of kind of songs. And I had a frickin' blast. It was awesome. And that was Saturday. So, I had, a, I had a good time with that. I believe it was on Friday. Yeah, Friday? Yeah, on Friday, I played some video games. You know, I don't play very often here recently. I'm, you know, coding or taking care of the kids, you know. So... 
I I have the master system broken out right now. You know, a lot of people don't like the master system for whatever reason, but I really like it. There's certain games that I really, really like on it, like uh, Rostan, Cyborg Hunter, Kinsaiden, The Ninja, etc., etc. And the main reason that the Master System has been out in the first place was because the Snail Maze game, you know, I was working on that, so I had that out to play with it a little bit on the actual system, on the hardware. And that is the first game that I've beaten all year was the snail, ma snail maze game. The first new game that I've conquered all year. <clears throat> and I was I was sitting there and I said, man, I wanna I wanna play something else. So I, I started looking at my conquered list of Master System games and I noticed what the hell? I didn't have a picture of Double Dragon. What? So I went ahead and started playing that. And you know, went through and beat it and there's something about that Double Dragon version on the Master System that annoys the piss out of me. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, well, you know, it has a lot of flicker. That's, that's the biggest downfall. It is not the biggest downfall. The biggest downfall of that game is not exactly the hit detection, but the way the hit detection feels. Now, think about Double Dragon on the NES, for instance. When you kick someone, you feel a, you can almost feel the connection, like the every time you kick them, and it's like you feel that you're hitting them. And for some reason, on the Master System version, it's really loose and sloppy feeling, and you, you don't get that exact that feel that I you know like you hit them and you see them you, you see the uh, enemy sprite react that they got hit but you can't feel it I, I don't know how to explain it very well the best analogy I can think of is <clears throat> think of some of those old digitized games I know a lot of people don't like pit fighter but I grew up playing it and I really liked it but its major downfall was that you couldn't feel the connection. Uh, even Mortal Kombat has this kind of flaw to it. You can't tell that you hit them unless you're just sitting there staring at the screen. And it's not just a sound effect. There, there's something about keeping your kick or punch, you know, whenever your character doesn't move on an enemy, there's something that the enemy has to do to in the animations and how long it takes for him to recover that something has to happen like there has to be a time span and you feel it you feel the connection and that was the bad thing about double dragon on the master system you really couldn't feel a good connection when you hit them i if you noticed, uploaded NES Tips, Double Dragon, the very first episode. But at the very last second, I was just sitting there thinking. I, I went to Blip to upload it. And I said, huh. You know, this, this intro sucks. You know, it's the original intro for NES Tips. 
It had the little scrolling thing that says Sly Dog Studios Presents. And then the very lame music of NES Tips, the original bum 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 It had, you know, had no solid beat to it. And so I looked at it and I was like, man, I bet I could just add the intro and outros that Robot Bling made. I, I'll actually put a link to his website so you can uh, check out his. He's a big robot fanatic. Really cool guy. I'll put a link down there for you to check out his weblog, his blog. But, yeah, so at the last second I decided, you know what, I'm going to add the intro and outro on all these new uploads if they're the earlier versions. And I, I can't remember exactly... Um, which one started, I think it was Zen Intergalactic Ninja was the first one to use the new intro, outro animations. But yeah, that was a last second thought to do that. Okay, let's talk about some dev stuff. I didn't get a whole lot of time this weekend to do a lot of development, but what I have been able to do was pretty good. I, uh... Got those meta tiles sorted out for the game Click. And, you know, I was talking about how I had to keep some of the pattern table uh, tiles from from the title screen on the other pattern table, since there's only two pattern tables available in Enrom, the you know no mapper or whatever. So. I, I got that worked out, and I have it now where click loads its screen, although I have to fix the attribute bytes. I have now worked on the pegs two-player screen, because I think I'm going to have, you know, one player has the bigger peg board, and with two players you have the, the smaller ones. So I have the two-player one. I started on that, like, just before I got up here, I was working on that. Um, that's about all I've done is the meta tiles, really, you know, and then put in the checks, like, wh whatever game you click on, it loads from whatever set of data needs to be loaded in, just to make sure it all loads. All right, so that's all I really got to do this weekend. But I have a really good interview here for you of Kevin Hanley from Kahan Games. Before we get to that, NintendoAge.com. Do you like to collect games, play games, or just hang out with people that you know? Well, you can do all that, and you can trade games with people you know. Buy and sell as well at NintendoAge.com. You can manage collections with the custom collection tool, which is made up entirely of Nintendo and Sega systems, all included. It's a very, very cool tool. You can make different kinds of lists if you want of different series variants for you variant collectors who blow my mind because I don't know why you buy all those. But at NintendoAge.com, you can take control of your collections and do that. The admins are awesome. So please go to NintendoAge.com, tell them Roth sent you, and... Don't be a douche. Okay, here we go. This is the first ever interview to appear on the Dogcast featuring 
Kevin from Kahan Games. It was recorded earlier, I might add. Alright, here we go. We have Kevin Hanley on the Dogcast. Here we go. Kevin, how you doing? Yeah, doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Uh, first thing I wanted to ask you about is you have done a few labels for Sly Dog Studios games, and you've done labels for other people and different kind of graphic artwork. Uh, where did you learn how to do this, or is it just instinct, or how how's that come about? I actually went to school for it. Um, when I originally went to college, it was for music, um, but I got you know pretty close to graduating with that. Realized I didn't want to teach music, so I kind of started over and started taking some graphic design classes and uh, just learned a lot of Photoshop and Illustrator um, through that. So um, yeah, that's how I learned basically. Yeah, it seems to work out pretty well for you. You do a great job, sir. Yeah, thanks. I actually used to do the e-zine, too. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah? Yep. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about your NES development. What uh, what exactly is it that got you wanting to develop games for the Nintendo Entertainment System? Hmm. Um, well, I guess, uh, you know, growing up, it was always my favorite system, and... Just in general, like, I was always intrigued, like, wondering how games were made. Because mm-hmm. when you don't really, uh, I don't know, for me anyway, I, I really had no concept of how something like that would even happen. Um, so, about three years ago, maybe four, time's going by pretty fast. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, I found myself without a job. I moved over uh, to Dallas to be with my, at that point, girlfriend. Um and I had a lot of free time on my hands, so that was right around when uh, Brian Bunny Boy started posting all of the Nerdy Nights. Right. And just starting to read through them, you know, it, it was like a foreign world to me, but I really, I don't know, I sort of took it upon myself to accept the challenge and, and do my best, so I would read each one like, you know, 10 or 15 times until it made some kind of sense. Um, and, you know, there are still lots of things that I don't understand in him, but he was very gracious in uh, answering a lot of my questions. And just getting through those, I, I sort of taught myself the basics and and for some reason decided to make Frogger my first game, which is a pretty ridiculous undertaking. But <laughs> That's, a, that's something out. else I wanted to ask you about. Yeah? That's, that's something else I wanted to ask you about. What was it that made you say... Uh, Frogger. Yeah, let's make that the first one, even though there were critics who were always saying, oh, well, it's going to be too hard to do on the NES. Don't waste your time. <laughs> well, in theory, it is pretty ridiculous on the Nintendo. Um, <laughs> but um, for some reason, I guess around the time King of Kong came out, I got really involved in Twin Galaxies and just, you know, games in general, like competitive gaming. Um and I was always really good at Frogger, so I, I, I really, uh, I went to the arcades a lot and, and, you know, got my score up on Frogger, and I just became really obsessed with it. So I guess that was right around the same time I started um, getting into dev. And when I was doing research, you know, Frogger came out on so many classic systems, but never on Nintendo, and probably because of the system's limitations. 
Um, yeah. You know, me being so naive, I didn't know any of that stuff. So I, I just started doing art for it, you know, the graphics, and just started putting it together. And I never really thought, you know, oh, is this going to be doable? I just, you know, kept plugging away, and every day I'd try to get something else done on it. And before I knew it, I had a game. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, too. That is one of the most fun homebrews I've ever played. It's it's just really fun. Yeah, um, and, you know, now knowing all the things that I know, um, you know, there are some things that I'd like to change or add. And I've toyed with the idea of doing an update to the game just to add the Thinking Turtles and things like that. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it was a lot of fun, and I learned a, a lot. But I learn a lot with every new game I do. Oh, for sure. Uh, speaking of that, there was uh, an announcement on the front page of NintendoAge.com. Uh, I can't remember how long ago it was now, but it was announced that you were going to do, you were going to remake E.T. from the Atari 2600, which all kinds of people on the internet, for some reason, think it's a horrible game, but I think they're just horrible gamers. Now, what what made it, what made you say, I want to remake that, and... Are you still going to pursue that project? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I have this thing where I have a lot of really fond memories, you know, from childhood, like I'm sure all of us do, um, you know, about playing certain games. Um, and E.T., you know, when I had my Atari, it was one of the first games I ever had. And, you know, back before the Internet, I never even realized people thought it was a horrible game, like, right? Exactly. I never beat it <laughs> as a kid, but, yeah. Well, uh... Okay, there you are. Okay, uh, yeah. Well, so, uh, is that game on pause right now, or are you working on something else? Yeah, um, I get into this routine where, you know, when I'm programming, I, I program, you know, manically, like every day, hours on end, you know, all my waking free time. But then when I get distracted on something else, I... I put it aside and I, I completely don't program for probably, you know, a month or two on end. Um, so after my last hiatus, um, I was getting into the ET again. I don't know, I, I read something and I got the desire to start playing it. And, I, you know, I downloaded, downloaded an Atari emulator and, and started playing it again. And I thought, man, you know, I'd like to play this on Nintendo. Because I like bringing a lot of games that I have fond memories of, you know, just to the Nintendo system just because it's my favorite system and not necessarily because the Nintendo needs it but because I you know I get obsessed with whatever I'm doing and I just want to see if I can so it's definitely um, going to happen but after I started working on E.T. I thought you know I kind of miss working on Leisure Suit so right now I am 100% focused on finishing up my Leisure Suit Larry project okay uh, on that note uh, there's a gentleman named Brad Bateman. He actually beta tested for uh, during NES Virus Cleaner. He was a great guy, and I've I've heard that he's doing graphics for you on Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, um, when I first started working on it, I was just working on everything myself. You know, drawing all the graphics and you know coding all of the stuff. Um, but that was just taking forever. I mean, just drawing one one background from Leisure Suit was taking me, you know, a whole day. Um, and, you know, I I just want to get to the good stuff. I want to make stuff work. I want to, you know, code. 
probably a month of just working on it on my own. I was like, man, you know, it would be great if I had someone else that could just do all of the backgrounds for me and I could just focus on programming it and making everything work. Um, so I don't remember how I actually scored him, which he has been, he, he's completely blown away any expectations I had. You know, I, I think I just put out, you know, a, a thread on the, the brewery section asking if anyone could help me, and, and he's really come through um, and put up with, you know, my long pauses of getting sidetracked with, you know, playing other video games or whatever, but um, I think he still has about three or four screens to do um, before he is done, um, but yeah, the game's, the game's really coming along, and he's been great. Well, that's awesome. Well, it's really good to hear that. Everybody, this is Kevin Hanley from Kahan Games, and it looks like their next release will be Leisure Suit Larry for the NES. And I want to thank you for being on here, Kevin. It's been a blast. I really appreciate you having me, and I want to say hi to all the freaks out there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure they appreciate it. They are a bunch of freaks. That's right. All right. Take it easy, Kevin. No, no problem. Thanks for having me. Well, I hope you like that. Uh, I thought it was really informative. Kevin's a really good guy. And I, I can't wait to work with him more in the future. So, with that, yeah, yeah, let's wrap it up. Go ahead and get out of here. And... I will report back to you tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow I'm going to talk about the documentary Chasing Ghosts and how I think it is a subpar documentary. That's right. All right, freaks. Well, we're going to get out of here, and I will talk to you tomorrow if you catch me slipping. Tell Kevin.